Hey guys, welcome to our channel. My name is Sean and it's really, really great to see you today. And if you're tuning in on our podcast, welcome as well. I'm going to talk about a question someone asked on social media. And this is a really great question because the focus often is on relationship anxiety, retroactive jealousy, and the signs and symptoms and what that person is experiencing, coping mechanisms, and maybe how to overcome it. But this question talks about the partner of an RJ sufferer. So the question is, what can you do to alleviate the pain your partner is suffering from having RJ? Is there a way to take away any concerns and anxieties your partner is having? And if so, how? Awesome, awesome question. Thank you for sending that in. Now, as I mentioned, often we talk about retroactive jealousy, relationship anxiety, the signs and symptoms, things you would normally experience and how to cope with it or how to overcome it. But if you're in a relationship with someone that is maybe not on board with what you're going through as an RJ sufferer, as someone who's suffering from relationship anxiety, if they aren't on the same page as you, they don't understand what's going on in your life and how you're feeling and thinking, you're going to consistently feel more anxious. You're going to feel like they're not on board, they're not trying, and that will just exacerbate your suffering. So as the partner of an RJ sufferer, the first thing you need to do is learn the subject matter. Learn about anxiety in general. Learn about relationship anxiety in general and retroactive jealousy. Taking the time to understand these things and the normal signs and symptoms, things that you would expect, what triggers people experience will help you as a partner to be more on board with them. You're not going to be defensive. You're not going to take things personally and it'll be a lot easier for you to be supportive, compassionate and understanding. So learn the subject, learn about retroactive jealousy specifically if that's what your partner is experiencing and that will help you both. The next thing you need to do, and it might sound like a cliche, is look after yourself. Now, looking after yourself means having a good night's rest or taking rest during the day, following hobbies, things you enjoy, taking time out for yourself, finding a way to carve out that time in your day and not sacrificing everything always for your partner and other people around you. This will leave you feeling depleted. And the next thing is obviously eating well exercising. And even if you're just going for a 20 minute walk, 10 minute walk every day, these things will help you to feel good about yourself. They really, really do because that is how we are built. That's how we're made. Our bodies need to move. We need to um, push ourselves a little bit. We need to challenge ourselves. You'll feel good about yourself, confident about yourself and happy and it will improve your self-esteem. So you won't take things as personally when your partner is focusing on things you've done in your past, right? You'll be there for them. You'll have more energy and you'll be a better person in the relationship because you're looking after yourself. The next thing you need to do is set boundaries and setting boundaries on things that you will and will not do in the relationship around retroactive jealousy. So I always talk about this one, not answering questions. And I've spoken to many people, partners of RJ sufferers who have said, what do I do? I, I feel I feel like I've answered everything that they are, they've asked of me. And then I ask them, has it helped you? Has it helped them? And they say, no, it just makes them ask more and more questions. And then they ask questions in different ways. And then it just feels like it's never ending. So the question after that is, if it's not helping answering the questions, what will help? 
And the answer is straight away, stop answering the questions. So that's the first boundary you need to set. And the next thing would be managing anticipation of your partner's needs. So if you guys find yourselves texting during the course of the day, your partner's been triggered and you're texting and you're trying to concentrate on your work and you're looking at the text, it's causing you stress, but you can't really give anything 100%. You can't give work 100%. You can't answer the question your partner's asking 100%. You need to set boundaries and say, look, Let's agree on something. We're not gonna text each other about major issues during the day. No more texting about that. Let's set some time aside to talk about major issues and, and we can deal with them then. Another boundary you could set is not talking about serious things after 10 o'clock. So for example, if your partner gets triggered because you're watching a movie at 9.30, 10, and they start to go down that rabbit hole, you're okay to say, look, I, I can see where you are. Are you okay? Can we talk about this after a good night's sleep? Because if we both have a good night's rest, we'll be a lot better at dealing with this negative issue. These sorts of boundaries are really, really healthy boundaries you could set. The next thing you can do is encourage your partner to seek help. Encourage them to read books, watch videos like this one, but don't force them into it. Leave some notes, leave some quotes, get them to think about their issue in a different way. And that will really help them because they think you're trying to support them. But once you start to push and force, you will get a pushback and it will be more difficult in the long run. So avoid pushing them into getting help, but you could suggest and encourage them. The next thing you can do is notice the good in your partner. Take time to write down some things about what good qualities you see in your partner, why you wanna be with them, why you wanna stay with them. All of these things will help you reinforce the relationship if you read them back. Because a lot of people that suffer from RJ may be really negative or explosive or volatile or even shut down when they're triggered but ultimately they know they're suffering, they know they're experiencing something negative and they don't wanna feel that way. So find the good in them, write those things down and remind yourself of those every single day if you can. The next thing you do is validating your partner's feelings, okay? This is really huge in any relationship. It doesn't matter if someone suffers from relationship anxiety, RJ or ROCD, any normal relationship needs to have an experience where partners are taking the time to listen, to understand, and to validate each other's feelings. Saying things like, I get where you're coming from. That makes sense. If I put myself in your shoes, if I see things through your eyes, I could imagine that you would be going through a tough time or you are suffering with this and it's tough. I, I find it difficult. I, I feel like I'm taking things personally, but I understand how you're feeling and I understand why it bothers you. And if you don't understand, ask, how is this a problem? I don't get what you mean. Could you explain a little bit further? Instead of getting triggered and getting defensive and you shutting down as well, because this will not open up the relationship. It will not open up dialogue. And you guys will continually feel like the relationship is on tenterhooks and it's about to break down completely. If you follow all these steps, guys, it will really help your partner reduce the amount of anxiety they're experiencing. It will reduce the pain and reduce the suffering they're experiencing because they feel like they're with someone who takes the time to learn about retroactive jealousy, takes the time to look after themselves, is able to set boundaries and say what they can and can't do, is encouraging, trying to help the partner seek help or giving great quotes that might help them through the day 
things like that. And then noticing the good and pointing these things out. You know, can you imagine that's happening to you? You would feel less anxious in a relationship. And validating each other's feelings, saying that I understand, I get it. And if you don't, ask more questions. I don't get it. Can you explain? This will help you guys build a relationship from the ground up into a really solid supportive, compassionate, and understanding relationship. I hope this helped you. If you have any questions, please, please leave some comments below. Book a strategy call if you want to talk to us, if you want to find a way to overcoming this for good as a couple. And yeah, look forward to seeing you in the next one. Take care, guys.